Awesome date, May 17th, 2010. Awesome topic, let's get ready to kick a little cast. This is the Awesome Cast. the awesome cast. I'm Basil. I'm Eric. Okay, we're going that way. Oh, that's oh, right. I thought we were just whoever felt like it. I'm Suze. I'm Lee. I'm Kevin. And that's us. Oh boy. That's right, oh boy. Indeed. So, we're talking about a movie that's been out for a month, so I assume everybody who's actually going to see it has seen it, and we're not actually going to alter anybody's opinions on it. I'm also assuming that we could throw spoilers around with abandon. We might as well put them in a special section, though. Yeah, just so in what we normally do is we, we'll do a talk in general, then we'll do a musical break, and then we'll do spoilers. Fuck your sections. <laughs> do we have anything before we get into the movie, Basil? Well, uh, possibly. We're we, doing Moment of Awesome this week. We're doing Moment of Awesome. Also, by the time this should go up, around this time, we also should... Uh, the last part of Anime 82's Mecha Madness podcast should be up. Yes! Which actually features both myself, mm-hmm. Lee, and Kevin mm-hmm. yeah. talking about Mazinger. And mm-hmm. not me. And not me. No, I was in the room, but I didn't actually say anything, and I'm sure everybody there was very grateful for that. I was caught in the Lord's attempt to destroy Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, that was the next day when you were caught. Yeah, you were, you, were okay, caught this you were caught at work. You were caught at work. That I was caught in the Lord's attempt to destroy my soul in a retail. <laughs> yeah, that too. God hates Eric. That's just all you need to know. It's true. He's so bad, he smote Nashville in order to uh, try to get at me, but I escaped. That's <laughs> all Odysseus' fault we talk about. That's right. There's a reason why they called it M-Tech Odyssey. I had more floaties than uh, Odysseus did. <laughs> That's neither here yeah. nor there. You can tell we're still a little traumatized from Ocean Con. Yeah, <laughs> really, from the, the island uh, state of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Anime underwater. Futurama had it in Atlanta be the you know, city under the sea. No, no, no. It apparently was Nashville. Was it one of you guys that pointed out to me that... Uh, no, it was on the, the Daily Show where they were doing it, uh, where uh, uh, the it, it really looked like the elements were trying to destroy all music in America. Like, first they destroyed New Orleans, <laughs> and now they're coming for Nashville. It was... Yeah, it was... It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I think that actually has some merit to it. So, anyway, there's this movie, I guess. Well, first, a moment of awesome. Oh, uh, fuck that shit. It's a moment of awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, oh, wait. That worked pretty well, actually. Yeah. Like, uh, it's a duet now. It is. What? Yeah, Kevin's, Kevin's all like, what? Someone breaking it on my mind. I stole awesome your thunder. Song. And then, then I reaped the, the whirlwind. That's right. That's all I have. So, uh, how do you want to do this? Just go around? Uh, yeah, let's go around. That's right, awesome. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3! Yes! Hell yes! Okay. It's I'm got done. Deadpool in it. It's got Deadpool in it, probably. And he it might be people with his health bar. Yeah. Like, really? Have they, have they shown Deadpool? Yeah, yeah, he's been confirmed. He's Deadpool's been confirmed. Oh, yes! 
Oh, come on, give me Captain America, Ant-Man, and Spider-Man. I'm done. Oh, you know, like, Captain America was announced, too. You know you're getting like, Captain America. Cap was very obvious. Like, a character with little wings on his head and a shield was the silhouette. It's, it's kind of, you know... Was, mm-hmm. Who else is that going to be? A U.S. agent? Like, an alternate, alternate costume Deadpool holding a shield with little wings strapped to his head. I would not put it... I mean, we, we should get the Deadpool dog in this game. <laughs> like, a dog pool should totally be a, a character. Or Deadpool's head. I'll ask for Phoenix Wright. That's all I want. I really want Phoenix Wright, too. Yeah, Phoenix Wright would be awesome. Fing Fang Foom. Come on. Come on. Fing Fang Foom. No, not Fing Fang Foom. And Squirrel Girl. (laughs) Squirrel Girl, I would totally be behind. Squirrel Mm. Girl, I'm totally... Any member, in in fact, of the Great Lakes Avengers is is okay in my book. I love Mr. Immortal. He's got no abilities. He just dies and comes back with full life at the end of the next round. Wow. (laughs) Yes. But uh, that's pretty much my only moment of awesome for this week. Shoes? Fuck your shit. Um, and that was our moment of awesome. That would be kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, you. Very similar to the Alabama Hot Pocket. <laughs> no, let's no, not talk about you Those words should not be spoken on a podcast <laughs> for a family audience. That. This is this for family audience shit. Oh, well, Just, my mom listens sometimes. I, I, <laughs> I played Pokemon a lot this week. That's really about it. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing a game with a very long name, Super Robot Tyson Original Generation 2. The it's, sequel. It's the sequel. It's about a bunch of crazy people with mecha going around blowing up shit. And and other crazy people with mecha. Yes. It's a game, and there's this guy named Woden who's really hard, and he regenerates all his health every round, it seems, and I can't fuck him. Oh, I'm done. He's the father of the Greek, of the Norse gods. I should probably well, be hard. It's just a colorful nickname, really. But <laughs> yeah, he, he's just a poser. He's a pretend god. He's not yeah. like the real god. Not like Thor. No Thor. No. <laughs> what the hell have I been doing? Uh, <laughs> well, I've been playing uh, Record of Argust Wars on PS3, not the Xbox 360 extra naughty version. Is it? Good? Well, yes. It's from the same people who made Cross Edge, also for PS3. Mm-hmm. Which, it's a certain kind of RPG. It, I mean, it's... Dating a, Sim? No? Well, a little bit, yes. That's <laughs> exactly. in there. <laughs> it's not primarily a dating sim, because you get less... You ask the girl a question, and then she likes you more or less, or she'll ask you. It's more like, you make this story branch path choice, and it just happens to make... One of the girls in your party happier or more or sad or whatever. I hear that it uh, like has generations yes, of heroes. Yes, it's uh, multi generational, like. five total generations. So like you choose the girl to get with, and then you you're playing their offspring later yes. or something. A lot of the pl- a lot of the party members seem to be elves or other kinds of things that either live for a real long time or are effectively immortal. I figure for this very reason, it's multi generational. So what your your party is your whole family at some point? I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't got past the first generation. I've raised my own baseball team of adventurers. <laughs> Although, I, I, this game has forced me to ask, is it a Hikaru Genji plan if your great-great-grandson is going to hook up with a little girl when she's all grown up? <laughs> That's... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> what do you mean by extra naughty? Like, I know it had all those weird... Only... Uh, uh, okay, it's a T-rated game. Mouse I'll just... Flat, it's like a that. T-rated game... You get some innuendo, you've got skimpy RPG girl outfits. Uh, there's some suggestive scenes, and most of those you have to be playing the game really good and get it in a low turn count or something. 
uh, to unlock. But the Xbox 360 version came with an ergonomic mouse pad yeah. with boobies on the ergonomic portion and a pillow with a suggest pillowcase. So, with so a the game image. isn't actually. That's what I was wondering. It's, a, is, it's is got its moments. Well, is it actually different, different though, between from the now, 360 now, and now. Okay. Yeah, when you said the extra naughty version, yeah, I'm like, I, I was lights went up in my head thinking. If that's true, I know which one I'm going to get. No, I'm just... Because I'm a huge you know, pervert. Is and... rating or, or something? No, they're the, the rated M where you see all the... T- as far as I know, they're the exact same game on the inside, although the Xbox apparently comes with a couple bonus dungeons, but the PS3 lets you download those for free from their download content. On the inside, aren't we all the same game? But it's sort of cute. Girl designs are cute. The game mechanics lull you into thinking you're doing good, then utterly kill you at a certain boss not too far into the game. Like Super Robot Wars? Well, yes. Or like uh, Cross... uh, Cross Or like the last game they created. Yeah, Yeah, Cross Edge did it with the printy from this guy. A regular printy (laughs) owns your party. A normal printy? (laughs) Yes. Not like Ball God of Printy? No, the regular printy owns your party's ass. What? Like, like not not the God of Printies, but specifically his right testicle comes and... Well, Disgaea was a game where a monster was equipped with a horse wiener as an item. Yes. Basil, what do you have? (laughs) (laughs) Now that we're done with that. Now that we're done with that. I'd like to move on as well. We could talk about another movie. Yes. The Mega Man. I need to see movie. that. I need to see that. Uh, I hear it's great. Ah, yes. What a... Well, great is a relative term. Well, I mean, <laughs> great for. No, I still hear it's great. No, it's like, it's like what I said on on Live Journal. Um, it is as wonderful as a faithful Mega Man movie could be. Ah. But it's completely faithful to its source material. And I just, I'm sorry, Mega Man One does not have the greatest it's and plot most, ever. Uh, you know, well thought out plot ever. Well, it sounds better than the Mega Man movie trailer I saw once. But they did manage to squeeze Proto Man in there just for giggles. Oh yeah, I mean it's it, it more or less follows the story. It's it honestly does a pretty good job, as long as you just get to put on your Toku glasses. Yes, or be able to watch it because it does a very and very similar aesthetic to Japanese live action. Unfortunately, CG is just not there yet. Well, I mean, it was done by a bunch of guys at home on computers. I do have to say, very impressed with guts. I do have to say, and Suze, you might be interested in this. A lot of characters are Asian for no particular reason. They're just the characters are cast by. It wasn't just the characters; it's the robots. Yeah, all the robots. All the robots were Japanese people, and the rest of the the people were uh, uh, were white people. Well, it's sort of explained in story, though, because the doctor. At least Always loved the anime. Well, so. Doctor Light, it had he had a Japanese wife, and he was making the robots like they were his kids. So it, it, it's weird. That's kind of creepy. Uh, it's Tezuka. Oh, it's, but it was fun. It was this is all anime. All anime mad scientists who build robots like, think the robots are their kids. I mean, it, it, <laughs> well, it they kind of are in a way, but not sort of Astro Boy, really, especially since mm-hmm. Mega Man is a very you know he's basically Astro Boy, blatant you know thing of. At least homage to Astro Boy. Let's go homage since it's. Oh, and if cool. you like, remember if you like it, it's a homage. That's if right. you don't, don't like it, it's a rip off. That's right. That's, That's the works. rule. Like, um, well, I don't know. It had some neat stuff. I mean, the scene yeah. where he blows up uh, uh, Cutsman, and like Cutsman's, you know, obviously destroyed an explosion, and the one computer chip he needs to upgrade his Buster flies out of the explosion into his hand. It was like, okay, <laughs> come on, guys. Hey, it works for me. Like, uh, it, was, it was pretty. It fun. was fun, you know. How was, long is it? An hour and a half. I mean, it's, a an hour hour. it's a real movie. It's a real movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, some yeah. of these people, I think, some of the people involved even think they're actually actors. So you know, it's Doctor hey, Light spends a lot of time staring. Yeah. He's also they also apparently uh, at least I checked out the dude's film reel. He apparently also made a Ghostbusters fan film, fan film with all the same actors. So now there's also one of Rock running around in a Ghostbusters outfit. So yeah. So I'm gonna watch that too. Whoever puts that one out, gonna have to try to track, track that down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, I think that's it for everybody. So we're mm-hmm. awesome. And yeah, we're our huge all our nerds. Awesome stuff for this week. We're pathetic. Like, uh, thank whatever. You. Thank you. I had a great morning. <laughs> thank you, Shoes, for bringing us down. For bringing us down to where we deserve to be. The mud. This is my job on the awesome cast. Besides, I, I don't have much to really complain about for the actual topic, so I gotta get all my eye around at someone. And now, a word from our sponsor. A word from our musicians. Well, actually, a word from our sponsor. Sponsor, oh yeah, we have another podcast. Do we have a, uh... Yeah, we have. Awesome. So Roll that beautiful bean footage. And thank you for listening to Anime False. Um, next week we'll talk on Naruto... And, uh, Lucky Stars, so join us then for... Hey! You ever watch Hakuto no Ken, Fizzle no Star? 109 episodes. Two days. Huh? Huh? I don't think I've heard of that one. Is that, like, Loveless? Uh... Hey! You ever watch Galaxy Express 3-9? 3,000 episodes. Five minutes. Uh, I don't think that's physically possible. Are you sure? Hey! You ever watch Legend of the Galactic Heroes? 30 billion episodes. Five seconds. Is that a spinoff of Bleach? I don't think I understand what's going on here. Uh, hey, let me explain. There comes a time in a man's life when he must decide. Will he watch Universal Century? Or will he watch Gundam 00? Will he marvel at the pretty Mecha? Or will he marvel at the pretty boys? There comes a time in a boy's life when he must decide will he watch burst angel or will he watch the original dirty pair so you tell me now what say you uh burst angel no it's time to become a man join me at anime82.blogspot.com that's www.anime82 82 is in the number.blogspot.com be a man grow some mecha balls once upon a time there was a comic book and then they made a movie about that comic book that never happened which didn't even wasn't even finished when the uh oh really movie was yeah just, it was just yeah. like there were the first two issues out and apparently the director and millar were like director's like, hey, Millar, I really want to do this one comic you did. Millar's like, dude, check out this other comic I did. And the director's like, oh, I like oh, yeah, this, this one better. Can I do better. that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and he actually got sent issue four before issue three. Like, issue three wasn't finished, but he finished scripting issue four. So he, like, sent him the script for issue four, so this movie kind of got written. Maybe that explains a couple uh, of the script discrepancies with the comic. Oh, that, oh yeah. That was, uh, that was just present in the comic, too, at times. Like, uh, pacing was not uh, more strong suit and kick-ass, mm. at least in my opinion. But uh, what, what, was, then what was the other comic that they were going to make before they did kick-ass? I don't even oh, remember. Uh, I don't remember. It was another one of his... Um, uh, wasn't Wanted... But it was another one of his uh, cell phone creator-owned properties. Mm. And, uh... 
I don't really give much of a crap about Miller. He he did Red Sun and that was all right, but Ultimates one and two. I really liked Ultimates one and two. I don't he, like Ultimates. Uh, Ultimate Event. Whatever the thing he just wrote. What Ultimate Avengers? That's what he just wrote. That wasn't very good. But they uh, are Ultimates. But ult- yeah, that's what I said. Ultimates one and two is, is right. good. Uh, Ultimate Avengers is not. Uh, wasn't Ultimates the Avengers? No. Ulti- okay, the, the Ultimates was the Ultimate Universe version of the Avengers. Right. There is a storyline where Nick Fury has to create a basically a Black Ops team of heroes, and he dubs them the Avengers. So there is now a comic that is the Ultimate Avengers. Okay. Yeah, I know it's confusing, but I'm a comic book nerd. That's kind of my stock and trade. Yeah, you got to know confusing. But anyways, yeah. we should go about to what this movie is about. Well, well, you see, there's a little girl and her father, and they're both you, awesome superheroes. You be quiet. That's the B story, which yeah, is a shame. I don't know. That's uh, the movie I was watching. I mean, there were some parts in between about this nerd wanting to become a superhero, but... Yeah, essentially, there's a guy, and he is your normal, average high school kid, supposedly. Mm. Um, he, They made him a little nerdier, I think, in the movie than in the comic book, because in the comic, it was actually supposed to be that he wasn't a nerd, he just wasn't anything. Mm-hmm. He was just, you know, there. Yeah. And uh, he decides one day that he's going to be a superhero. Like, why doesn't anybody do this? So he buys a ski outfit online. Mm-hmm. And gets a couple of uh, police batons also online, and decides to go out and fight crime. And that and, is the and it's about story. as well as you'd expect. Yeah, <laughs> the first time. <laughs> His name is Dave. Yes, and it's no, nobody in this has names. They're their superhero names, and that's it. But his superhero name is also Kick-Ass, which is the same as the title of the movie. The title of the movie. That's easy to remember. We have a title. It's like 20 minutes from the review, and we've mentioned what movie. <laughs> I just realized yes. we hadn't done that. Yes, we are reviewing Kick-Ass, Kick-Ass if you haven't figured it out yet. About. I thought we were talking about the first sure Spider-Man movie. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the yeah, title the is going title to be on the... title is on the page. Oh, now it's going to be Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, now okay. we're going to write Spider-Man. No, uh, <laughs> They spy on four. I just, really it's just, I just noticed. Punked! It. it was just really weird that we had gone that far in without mentioning the title. But yeah. It's, uh. Although, on the Spider Man comment, I, I really did think the main character was meant to be a parody of Peter Parker in a lot of ways. At least he, in the movie, Peter, certainly. Peter Parker, yeah. um. Well, it uh, didn't feel. It, it started out sort of like it was gonna be like, oh, hey guys, we're a parody or something. But then it just turned into straight up. We're a superhero movie, which I enjoyed a lot more because I'm really tired of deconstructions yeah. and parodies well, and satires. It kind of actually reminded me, although I not I didn't think well, kind of reminded me of Hot Fuzz, and then it starts out going, "This is stupid action." Like the 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 tropes of this genre are stupid; they'll they never really happen. And then at the tail end of the movie, they throw it all into overdrive and throw it right back at yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like that's almost it almost switches genres in the middle of the of the flick. Like, yeah, I've uh, heard a lot of complaints about that, but I hey, liked I liked it. it. And it starts out showing, hey, if if you really put kids into superhero situations, here's some of the shit that can happen to them. Mm-hmm. And then it turned and then it turned halfway into, hey, let's kick some ass. So yeah, it's less less a parody, more a send up. Really? Well, I think it does start off with a lot of parody vibes, and I think it's like it's like Kevin said, it's like Hot Fuzz. It's trying to yeah. fool you, it's trying to make you think that's the direction it's going. Then it fakes you out, and you you sit there and you just whiffed, and now he's running eighty yards down the field because. Uh, but you know, it does start out well enough with him, you know, failing miserably in his first attempt to at superhero. Yeah, he is yeah. stabbed, beaten, and then hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, this is a very, very violent movie. And it's like, it's interesting. It's the cartoony sort of violence that you expect from superhero stuff with, you know, Pow Biff and all that. And, oh, look, this is extreme, weird stuff. So it's kind of not real, but they treat it as very real. So and they show the real... Uh, that it gets people very People really unpleasant. get injured, which mm-hmm. is kind of... I always feel violence should have consequence, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and though... And then when he does get hit by that car, he... I love it how they give him about the closest thing you can have to real-world superpowers in that sort of... In a very roundabout sort of uh, unhappy way where he gets plates in his body and and he loses nerve nerve feeling. So he can take a beating slightly better than the average dude. Which was not uh, utilized as much in the movie as it was in the comic. Um, I mean, he takes a beating in the movie, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but he doesn't really... In the comic, the things the mobsters end up doing to him, like... Yeah, they um, attach electrodes to his testicles at one point and Ooh. start shocking him through a battery. And, and apparently, like, he headbutts and electrocutes someone with his head with, plate. Yeah. Like, I, I'm uh, pretty sure I can understand why that sort of thing wasn't in the movie. I, I, I can, but it, like... It, <laughs> that would have been awesome, though. <laughs> like, in fact, the battle cry, uh, his battle cry at the end of the comic is, uh, for your dad and my balls. <laughs> is the is what Kickass runs great. into the last uh, battle shouting. So, which he doesn't do in the movie. But uh, but it's it's a really fun movie. Like I was telling Eric on the ride here is like I don't know if I can say it's a good movie. I don't say it's a fun movie. It, it's a weird fun movie. Like I loved it a lot. I enjoyed it enough that I actually want to get it on DVD. But it. A lot of the really violent scenes, it's just like, okay, cover up the screen, look away, tell me when it's over, because, yeah. Yeah, I think fun is the best descriptor for it, mm-hmm. like, uh, of anything. It is a, like, it, it's very laugh. haphazard in its, pa- in its pacing. Mm-hmm. Man, fuck your pacing. Like, it moves, <laughs> well, I think it's haphazard in me giving a damn about its supposed main character. Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah. That's true. Like, at various points, he's creepy. He's noble. He's you know he does all sorts of. He's all over the map. He he to, he's very you know, believably teenage guy. He compares himself to a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's uh, you know, it's he's. I, it's just hard. It was hard to identify with him. Well, but it's actually fair. kind of refreshing just yeah. to see them take that kind of risk by putting someone like that up on the screen. But I then again, it's you know. Yeah, he he was. A, creepy jerk a fair amount of the time, but he, he had his redeeming traits, so that was cool. He's a stalker. I'm sorry. Little yeah. bit. There's at least a decent chance he might grow up into a normal human being. No, he <laughs> won't grow up into a normal human being. He might grow up into a decent one. Mm-hmm. Just not normal. I yeah. hope he wouldn't be. Define normal human being. True. <laughs> well, and now we can get to... I might think my meaning is what Susan said. <laughs> but, uh... But, yeah, the... I didn't really care about the main character anyway, because I'm a girl. I don't give a shit about teenage boys. I cared about Hit Girl. I cared about a little girl who was like a one-woman, well, one-girl death machine. And I am... And freaking adorable. And since I'm Kevin, I also cared about this one-girl death machine. <laughs> yeah, well, Sue's had her... Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. We won't go into that. I think yeah. we had different motivations behind this character. Exactly. Sue's had her pants on while she liked the character. <laughs> and... <laughs> no, she's uh, she no, she's too I young think, even for me. But uh, I think you're forgetting Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nicholas Nick Cage Daddy. was pretty freaking awesome. He was the he was like 
He finally found a superhero role he could do. Yes. <laughs> that was the best uh, Nicolas Cage superhero you could do. Seriously, I would like to see... I'd like to see him cast as the ne- next Batman and do the same thing. Well, what is the Adam West Batman? Yeah. Well, yeah! As long yes. as he doesn't do Cookie Monster Batman voice, I'll be happy. Just have him go in, do his Adam West thing as Batman. That would be a lot better than any of the other Batmans except Adam West. So. Oh. Joker, you're wrong about these people. They want oatmeal raisins. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Christopher Nolan's Batman sounded like the entire time. I'm sorry, we're off track. But that's so uh, sugar free. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's just Emily. Oh, so oh, bad voice taken way too. But but yes, uh, to clue the audience in if they don't know. What we're talking about is while we have the main character, we also have this side group of superheroes. Who are all quote unquote superheroes? Who who unlikely? Yeah, Yeah. who are inspired? They're they're not quite superheroes. I wasn't. They didn't start wearing costumes because of Kickass, did they? No, 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 they just did. Like like they just they were. I thought they were already wearing costumes to make a game for the little girl. Yeah, they just revealed themselves to people because everyone liked Kickass. See, when I, before I saw the movie, I saw a review that said they were inspired, and then I watched the movie, and I'm like, no, it doesn't seem like it. No, like, like uh, and that well, review is full of crap. When you tell that your is... mob boss that you know Batman kicked your ass and took your drugs, is he gonna believe you? Saw him, <laughs> but we, but we heard about him talking uh, uh, about, yeah. the, uh, about the Batman costume before the YouTube. Also, movie. there was yes. the whole origin comic thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I missed the beginning of the movie too. So okay, okay, yeah. Like uh, the, there's a they're talking in the a beginning of the movie. A guy gets killed for claiming that he lost his drug shipment because of a guy dressed up like Batman. Oh, and, okay. and like that's this is well before Kickass. I think he puts on his costume. Yeah. Uh, so, but um, but the point is, is that it's a vigilante team of father and daughter who are out for revenge and. Uh, Aren't related to the main guy, but you know, after seeing their, his YouTube their video, plots and, become crossed. Yes, and they're they. I like that they had kind of an adorable, if dysfunctional, family dynamic. Yeah, I, mean, I really love. Adorably loved, dysfunctional. I, I loved that messed up family I, dynamic. It was great. I loved how they were. They behaved like. There's a character at one point, and he'll be like, "The only people you can, the superheroes can trust, is other superheroes." And I love how they just assumed that these others, like, and he was right. It was mm-hmm. like these two were so cautious. They destroyed all the cameras. They do all this other stuff. But another kid in a ski mask comes out, and suddenly they reveal themselves and uh, are totally, you know, and let them know where their safe house is and everything. And I just thought it was kind of, you know, charming that they kind of went in for their own mystique. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, so at this point, shall we take a small musical interlude and come right back with all the spoilers? All the spoilers. There? Okay, let's do Hot it. And sausage. It's an omen.
And no. we're back. Are we? Are we? Are any of us yes. really gone? Or do we yes. always remain? We were gone for at least like 30 seconds. But don't our actions, don't they, don't they leave a mark that is never truly taken away? Until everybody is exploded by the sun, yeah. No, even then, like our atoms would be uh, part of the cosmic ongoing ripple. Oh yeah, that's a good point. You okay, so anyway, a spoiler, it's totally to bullshit life. that, like, Hit Girl has to get her ass thrashed by a CEO at the end just so Kick-Ass can have a some point. Master a Kung CEO. Fu Master CEO. Yeah, but she was going up against, line. like, a bajillion hired, trained bodyguards with guns, and she just stole that dude's gun that she could use. I, I, I have to Maybe she was because, tired. A, she had just gone up against several... Uh, bodyguards trained, as you said. B, um, I think that the average mob uh, bodyguard is probably less trained than a lifetime of kung fu, which was kind of supposed to be the... Yeah, but on the other hand, the lifetime of kung fu is generally going to be for sparring, and there's a big difference between well, sparring and actual life. I have to say, but he's also a mob boss, so... And Hit Girl did mess him up a good bit. Yeah, it's yeah. not like she went down quietly, I mean... Like, she took down, like, 40 guys before fighting uh, the strongest And she also all. had all them concussion grenades or whatever she, didn't use them once. she never used! Oh my goodness, I'm sitting there. I leaned over to Basil in the movie and went, What about all her grenades? They're all just sitting there in the hallway. Yeah, well, the, when she when that came when she ran out of ammo, I was just like, the She's got yeah, see, so, in Use conclusion, it was total bullshit and just there so that Kick-Ass could do something other than get his oh, ass I, beat up. I'm sorry, it just, she, Hit Girl beat up a lot of people, I just find it, it was not unbelievable that, uh, that someone that trained, after, after she was exhausted from fighting, he did have to, like, tire three floors of other goons. And to stop her, he did have to slam yeah. her into a table hard enough to break the table. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded if she fought back more. Like, up until that point she'd been fighting, and then all of a sudden she just sort of gets her ass beat. I don't know, I think she fought pretty hard. She, she fought pretty hard after she, she got, got hit. slammed into a table. She got once, and then she, she did eventually bounce back. Like, like, like it is, it it was probably written in there so that uh, Kick-Ass no, could have he, the final moment of the film. He was the title character. But at the same yeah. time, I don't find it unbelievable that uh, it, it's not a uh, impossibility. Given all the build-up that they'd had... It also wouldn't have been that bad for me if she had been slightly less competent throughout the story, because she was pretty much kicking ass and taking names throughout the whole thing, and then all of a sudden, this one dude can take her down. I didn't think it... I didn't well, remember, she's fighting junkies with guns throughout most of the film. She doesn't fight anybody hardcore until she reaches the bodyguards and the, uh... Who she uh, dispatches with ease. Like, yes, who she dispatches with... Well, not exactly with ease. She, she try, had to try a little bit. And you'd be tired, too, if you just killed, like, 30 bodyguards. True. Like, uh, and to be fair, it's pretty awesome when she's killing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was well, yes, a highlight it of my day. It also does make that one scene, though, much more jarring. And, oh, oh, crap. Like, it does, it's only, you know, when you realize that as, you know, as kick as kick she is, she's still not perfect. Well, it could have done more to build up his competence. Like, the, they, they the two, mm-hmm. two scenes seeing him with swords and punching, right? We're not like right. if we had seen him in action at some point, it would have been much better because like I see what the writers were trying to do. They were trying to make it seem like this guy was super competent and that's why he could do that, but they didn't convey it enough. Like two scenes and him having his own little dojo. I mean, he could just be a fan. Yeah. I mean, he could have turned out to be a big Ron one half fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. his, his know, kid like, was also doing the kung fu stuff, and Kickass went up against him. All right. 
Was he doing? I thought the kid, the kid was trying to do the kind of stuff, yeah. and he wasn't. Because his dad that. never let him actually do. His dad would never let him actually do it. Yeah, like I thought the the point was that was kind of the slap fight. Yeah, <laughs> well, the girl yeah. took on all the real well, people. The two kids we had to get the evenly fighting. matched characters to fight, or roughly yeah, equivalent. So forty guys and the boss for hit girl, and then one guy who's untrained for for uh, kick ass. There's one thing I wanted to ask about the original comic. Aren't there discrepancies from the movie and the original comic about how? Uh, Big Daddy. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the in the comic book, in the movie version, he's a a, a cop that uh, got taken down by a bad mob boss. Blah, blah blah. In the movie, that's I mean, excuse me. In the comic book, he told that to his daughter, but he's actually a comic book fan like Kickass mm. that had been funding everything by selling his comic book. Collection. Also, I wow. gathered that the romantic subplot doesn't work out in the comic, or no. it does in the movie. No, it does not. In mm. fact. Uh, her uh, football playing uh, uh, African American boyfriend beats the shit out of kick ass at the uh, the end of uh, the comic book. Like, like uh, the end in like that's the very like end. That's part of the very end is is that he goes up to her, reveals himself, says I'm really sorry. He basically says the same thing he says in the movie, like I'm really sorry I've been stalking you and watching you naked by pretending to be gay. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, oh that's cool, I still love you, and having sex with him, she goes, oh my god, that is creepy, and calls her boyfriend who beats the shit out of him. Which I consider to be a much, much more realistic, realistic uh, though not very. No, if you're watching a movie about people being superheroes and succeeding at it, realism is not what you're going for. I also, the game that was so but, creepy. But it was it, pretty creepy. It was believable for me just because what she's a girl who's teenage, hormones going all over the place. He's a famous superhero. And also there was, they did manage to cram in some stuff of, oh, if you weren't gay, I'd really like to go out with you. Yeah. So, uh, also, that was good enough for me. Also, Big Daddy makes more sense than the movie than it is in the comic. Yeah. Like, yes, the... Because the, it makes sense that he could actually train Hit Girl if he had the actual experience that he would get. I reckon. Like, uh, I just... So I, you're more of a fan of how they saying, do it in the well, comic? Well, I don't know. It just was a, it was a big reveal in the comic. I mean, when you're reading the comic through, and suddenly they opened it, Big Daddy's always carrying this case, like, all the time in the comic book. You don't know what it is. And the mobsters finally crack it open, and the action comics number one and Fantastic Four number four, and all these <laughs> issues are pouring out. And this is how he's been funding all his weaponry, is he's been selling all these comics. Wow. Wow. That's um, interesting. And, uh, I don't know. It, it just, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know which version... The one in the movie is a better written, I mean, it's a better story, like it's more understandable. I mean, the comic book one like, is, what if you raised Bruce B. Hong Kong Fooey? Yeah, you <laughs> just couldn't do it. Hey, right. uh, oh, they took away my favorite Hit Girl line, actually. What, which from, is? Uh, um, uh, they're torturing Kick Ass, and his big plan is to let them beat him up so the chair breaks so that he can uh, get out of his bonds and fight them. Mm-hmm. And he does it, but he's so beaten up when that happens that he can't. <laughs> can't do anything. And as he's trying to get up, the mob boss goes, you don't just get it, do you, kid? Ain't nobody done all those push-ups. Ain't nobody done all those sit-ups. Ain't nobody sat there for hours and trained like that. And then suddenly a voice comes out of nowhere and goes, except me. And Hit Girl <laughs> comes in and kills everyone in the room. And uh, it is one of it is my favorite Hit Girl scene in the entire comic book. Is when she just drops out Batman-like out of the shadows. Um... And you think she's dead, because just like in the movie where she gets shot at one point and she falls out a window, the yeah. same thing happened. Which they uh, totally uh, like broadcast at her introduction. Yeah. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. Three rounds. <laughs> I'm so nerdy. It's cool. I, I'm uh, not surrounded by nerds here or anything. 
My, my least favorite part of the movie was the first person segment. Yes, what was with the first person shooters? I thought it was clever. I, I get motion sickness for first-person shooters, uh, so I literally could not physically watch it. I just didn't think it was the best way to show, like, I guess they were sitting there thinking, well, we need to show action in a dark room. How do we do that? Well, we do it through night vision. Why would it make sense we have night vision? Okay, first-person. Yeah. Like, I can see the thought process. I just, I didn't think it looked very good. It worked for me. Uh, I was neutral on the subject. Didn't affect me one way or another. I also didn't like the strokes. I know why the strokes, they did the strokes. I know the strokes actually worked real life. They should need to show me quite such detail where I couldn't actually look at the screen. Oh, I was fine with the strokes. I think that's that's more not not to sound like a dick, but I think it's more of a of a basal problem than a, yeah. than a general problem. Though I, I do agree with the night vision. Um, like I, it, it's cool. I had to look away during the mega violence. You had to look away during the strokes. They got rid of uh, Hit Girl's cocaine use too. What? So, Holy yeah, shit! she does cocaine. Well, not wow. really cocaine. It's like. Pretendy superhero cocaine before the big yeah, fight everybody battle. ever. So she's not really doing cocaine. Well, the, she does cocaine. It's just that she doesn't think it's cocaine. She's not like addicted to it. It's her dad had given her this thing of cocaine to use as a secret government formula that would make her able to keep going if she ever. Uh, that's oh, disturbing. Well, and, that's uh, disturbing, but it's less disturbing than her being addicted to cocaine. They were a little bit more beat up at the final battle in the comic book than in the. Uh, like, uh, they had both taken battle damage, especially hit, uh, uh Kick-Ass. Mm-hmm. And, uh, who was actually using two chair legs as his, uh... As his... His weapon, <laughs> as his baton. There was no rockets or, or uh, jetpacks or anything in the, uh... Oh, that did seem kind of out of place to me. Well, <laughs> see, the, the impression that I've gotten is that the original comic is Mark Millar going, the superheroes are stupid and you're stupid for liking them. Whereas the movie is just... It's not really a great idea to be a superhero, but wouldn't it be freaking awesome? I, I think the, the thing with Millar's work is that it was intended to try to, as many, 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 many people have done since Watchmen and before, tried to show what a realistic, quote-unquote, superhero would be like. Mm-hmm. And um, his particular take is that, guys, this is a dumb idea. Uh... Realistically, I don't think it was it was making fun of comic book nerds themselves as much as the idea of someone putting on a costume and, and going out fighting and going out and fighting crime. And it all ties together yeah. when you think of the guy who jumped off the building at the beginning. Yeah, it's pretty much he's pretty much the same as anyone else trying to strap on uh, his superhero gear, except you know the analogy to falling off a building and getting crushed. I, I just didn't like the jetpack because it felt so science fiction. Yeah, exactly. Like the movie, I, I know... Because yeah, we really don't have jetpacks in real life. <laughs> like, like, well, we don't have ones that work that effectively. Like... Yet. Like, uh... I hope they can make them. Like, they, they, uh, they tend to go up for, like, yeah, they don't have then, much life. Then don't go. Then, then they I was actually thinking that at the end of the movie, isn't that about out of gas? And I'm, boy, I hope this isn't a real downer ending. Uh, <laughs> and I don't care if you like three hundred thousand dollars. That's not enough to go buy a jetpack. Like, try a couple of million. Like, uh, I don't know. At that point, like, I, I had already accepted that a small child could go in and completely decimate an entire gang den. Jetpack was fine. Yeah, I was fine with that too. Like it, it really was. It was. A, it was this. The the the, the pinning that like really made the over topness or the topness of the movie 
finish off the way it did. But my thing is, I don't find Hit Girl that outrageous for considering her story. Mm-hmm. Like, I find it outrageous that anyone would spend that amount of time with a child and sit there and, like, train it from the day one to be some kind of killing machine. Laser-guided well, type that, bomb. For me, it was given that they had started with Kick-Ass, who is taking beatings and sort of hitting people with sticks ineffectually, and then you introduce Hit Girl, who comes and kicks a guy so hard that he busts a toilet, manages to sever limbs with a single swipe, and it's like, at that point, it's like, oh, wait, yeah, I'm just watching a comic book movie. This isn't the deconstruction I thought it was. I'm fine with this. This is fine. She did mostly rely on blades or guns, which will is seriously negates your size disadvantage. <laughs> but... <laughs> And when she did go into hand-to-hand combat, she tended to throw her whole self into people. Like, literally. Yeah, but you're still not going to have, like, a tyke bomb busting people in real life. Yeah, but it's awesome to watch. Exactly. (laughs) We're not watching realism. We're watching awesomeism. But they at least went for stuff that would be more practical than... They tried to make it as realistic as they could. It was stuff that was said in in our own time. Let me put it that way. The the world and the technology and stuff was supposed to be our own time. And suddenly we have a jetpack with Gatling gun on it. And that was a little jarring for me. Well, yeah. I have to agree that even I was a little bit... By the end, I had thrown out most of those, you know, suspension of disbelief to where it worked. But it was still a little bit jarring. I've seen so much stuff, like, that's said in modern day, even before modern day, use jetpacks, like, all the time. They're stealing the internet. Sorry. But usually there has to be, usually there has to be some 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 sort of precedence of something else that's kind of like that to let you know. Okay, there's a slight difference in what technology can do here, so we accept it. And we didn't get that in Kickass. It's just a, it's a minor complaint, but it's a minor. It's not like a deal breaker. Yeah. I have another minor complaint. My minor complaint is the very end when Red Mist guy is like, oh, hey, guys, I'm a supervillain now. And that, that did not seem to be very well set up to me. I like that. I, I love the the Batman reference at the end. I thought that was cute. Well, yeah, like, it's uh, just that the, his character arc, as far as I could tell from the narrative, seemed to be he's a poor dork. He doesn't have any friends. He'd like to have friends. He'd kind of like to be good, but he sucks at it. But he really uh, wants to get along with his dad. And I figured after his dad was done, maybe he'd be like, well, uh, I guess I will go out and do good to make up for this. But I, no, he decided I, I, to be a supervillain. Oh, didn't really this is another thing I've gathered just from chatter about the movie, but isn't in the comic he's a lot less sympathetic? Like, uh, yeah, Red Mist is a lot less sympathetic of a character in the comic. Okay, so that's more of but, a leftover from the original, maybe? Well, and not only that, he would, many times in the movie, he would, he would act like he wanted to be a supervillain. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I don't he, know. Wanted, he, he wanted to walk in his dad's shoes. He wanted to walk in his dad's shoes, but I, I think the problem is, is that, see, you're thinking about it rationally. Like, uh, you're going, like, this is what the character was. I think the process of having his dad and his family and all his stuff taken from him mm-hmm. is, is supposed to be what twisted him to go from, well, I just want to yeah. please my dad, and what my dad does is bad, but I'm basically did, a, a good dork. It did seem like he liked his evil. father. He seemed to basically like his father. Well, he wanted, yeah. to, he wanted to please his dad. He, wanted, you know, he didn't really want to kill people in the way that like a mobster does it or like a, or somebody. He just wanted to do whatever would make his dad happy. He and tried to spare people uh, that weren't necessary for his dad's plans, too. Like, you said you weren't going to kill him. You ex- said you exactly. And, and then the guy that he tried to save, which was Kick-Ass, mm-hmm. goes and kills his dad. With, mm-hmm. a yeah. with a bazooka. Which also, which also bothered me a little bit because 
If it didn't do the way it did, you would have blown up Hit Girl too. Because maybe himself. This is another another teenage boy situation to me, where like I can totally I don't agree with his his reasoning, Uh. but I can see where a teenage kid would would especially teenage male would this would be the arc that they moved through. Mm -hmm. Like uh, like I do in fact understand that. I, I just felt like the whole Red Mist super villain thing wasn't very well set up. I don't know. I, I, I don't. It felt very, very Spider Man ish to me. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it, it wasn't well portrayed to me. Ugh, Possibly I was just paying attention to the wrong Everyone blames things. Raimi for that, but it was really the executive meddling's fault. Well, yes, but anyway. Because Sam Raimi can do no wrong. That's not true. It's You've not. seen a For the Love of the Game. Actually, I haven't, but uh, I've avoided it. Quick in the Dead? I kind of like Quick in the Dead. Okay. Just a little. I did like Quick in the Dead. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. No, Dueling Sam Raimi's films. Sam Raimi fans. I watched Fight. Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. Well, you're good then. You're right. Evil Dead too. <laughs> I showed her it. It's the best Evil Dead. I was about to say, it's the best Evil Dead. Well, one of the evil, I don't know which one I saw. I saw the musical. Hey, Lee, they're playing uh, Evil Dead 1 in Nashville on August, like in a movie theater. Wow. Do we want to so... go back to Nashville? No. <laughs> we gotta go back sometime. Oh, sometime. Well, someday, someday. Well, back to kick ass. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that <laughs> thing. Like, uh. We went off on a lot of tangents so far, but, uh. Fuck your subjects. <laughs> That's a good the, subject. At the end of the day, I think, yeah, the, the only real thing you can say about it is it's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah kick ass. It's, it's kick ass. It's like, it's, it's not a great movie, but it's a movie that I'm going to buy on DVD and watch and skip through the really violent scenes. It like, movie, movie the I'm gonna really buy horrific DVD. violent scenes, <laughs> not the awesome violent scenes where Hit Girl is killinating everything. Yeah, this yeah. is this is a uh, I don't know a hot fuzz type movie, a uh, uh, just the kind of movie that is going to make you go go hell yeah. Mm-hmm. This, you know. It is a superhero movie, and like I, actually, I was starting to not have fun with it until I realized, oh wait, this is one of those movies where you have to accept. In their reality, the bad guys are bad. They're not, like, they're not redeemable. They're just bad people. They're all horrible, evil people. And at that point, it was fun. It's a bad thing. Don't think about the the... Mook's backstory. You'll never never get it anywhere. (laughs) The Christianity and the working as a legal assistant for a criminal lawyer. You kind (laughs) of get this stuff where, you know, you understand that criminals are people and don't really deserve to be hit and killed in horrible ways. If you knew that Mook 3 had a a wife and an autistic child, then you'd, like, cry. But we can't do that. It reminds me of that Penny Arcade comic where (laughs) he's writing a letter and, oh. And then the killer spy guy that like, kills the, him. I forget which. Which one was that? Was the Metal Gear one with Solid Snake or was it the... Uh, or was it Splinter Cell? Or Splinter Cell with Sam Fisher. I, I was thinking Splinter of Splinter Cell. Cell. Yeah, Splinter Cell. Yeah, and he's like, he's writing his note to his family and then he just like gets yoinked over a cliff or something. It's, it's yeah, the, these are all just, they appeared from the ether to be evil. Their families all hate them if they have families at all. That sort of stuff. Yeah, you're thinking about this yeah. too much. The entire Hitler family tree is yeah. in this movie. Hitler has no living descendants. <laughs> that you know about. I saw this one episode of Adventure now, Brothers. Of course they don't now, because Kid Girl killed them all. <laughs> yeah, I saw this movie. one season of Helsing. <laughs> well, I'll, Hitler I'll, I'll say Adventure Brothers. has only got one Helsing. Gary has two, but they are not. very small. <laughs> I need to watch all of them. to Hitler and poor no, like, balls no, has no balls at all. I need to watch Venture Brothers. But back to the subject. <laughs> oh. 
All right. Musical interlude did the final grade. Did the final grade. Music go. Hitler has only got one ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's only got you got to hit me up for here. I'm sorry, I was a, I was hypnotized by the Hitler ball song. Well, you never heard that before? No, that's new to me. Uh, <laughs> I love it though. Uh, it's great. Okay, so I think that's probably long enough. Anything goes no. in. They keep Anything goes out. A fish, fish bananas, old pajamas, mutton. So, how many awesomes out of awesomes is Kick-Ass? Uh, let's see, I don't know. Fuck it, your rating system! It's an awesome that gets the shit beat out of it, but it's still awesome at the end of awesome. There's uh, seven awesomes out of awesome because there's seven letters in Kick-Ass. It's an 11-year-old tyke bomb of awesome. Oh, nice, 11-year-old girl of awesome. I should have thought of that. Well, let's see. I've already done two stupid cosplay fan arts of it. And I'm buying the DVDs, so... Ten. Thirty bucks spent, <laughs> ten. 30 bucks spent of awesome <laughs> out of awesome. It'd probably only be twenty at Walmart. <laughs> I'm talking about Fuck your Blu-ray, Walmart. Kevin. I'm it a might, real fan. It'd probably only be about twenty at Walmart. <laughs> and I'll give it... No, you won't. No, you won't. Eight point seven. It's gonna give you. <laughs> what are you, IGN? Yeah, Apparently. the scale starts at seven. Pro tip: Don't tick off the eleven-year-old girl. She will kill you. The, you this pro- is true in general about eleven-year-old girls. What did y'all feel it about her? Does uh, have five out of five fun factor? I just have just I'm just curious about something because some people had comments on this and I didn't really think about that much. What do you think about the fact that she has such a potty mouth? I, I thought that that was entirely typical, and it's like an annoying cliche, but it didn't really take me out of anything. Uh, I thought it was completely inconsistent with the movie, actually, as her father didn't have a potty mouth, and where was she learning it from? Well, That's a good point. Well, the one theory that I read, hypothesis, whatever the hell it is, uh, said that since she was obviously trained on action movies, that she probably picked it up from them. All those John Woo films. Yeah. And other action movies. Yippee Kaye. I and with that I, a fun yeah. discussion. <laughs> I thought it was adorable. The end. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Let's see what you cunts uh, forget the rest of it. Oh god, nobody's touching me. Wait, everybody said darn it, there's a joke there, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. There's songs and dance. Okay. But I'm done. I thought I did it all. Do you want to introduce us? Oh no, I just want, I wanted to do that part. Fuck introductions. Okay, like, who are we? I you were Where am I? What's going on? Fine. Fine. <laughs>